Hey guys, thanks for listening to our show, You Don't Know Jack. We have some best of bonus episodes for you. It's football themed for your Thanksgiving holiday. We hope you enjoy and had an amazing Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. So what we're looking at right now is the NFL playoffs from Saturday the 13th where the Titans played the Patriots and they got their butts whooped. <laughs> at first I was like, okay, Tennessee might do something. You know, they, they're a young team as long as they don't make mistakes. And then the mistakes came. So final score there, Titans 14, Patriots 35. I mean, I, I could break down the box score, but you know, uh, Tom Brady just dominated. <laughs> More interesting is the Eagles and the Falcons. That game, oh my goodness. If you didn't get a chance to see that one, at least watch the highlights because it's going to be amazing. Um, the Eagles actually pulled this one out 15-10. to 10. Falcons had a chance to score with, I think, about a, a minute and 30. You want to recap that one, Hugh, since you're, you're an Eagles fan? Yes. First of all, I want to say fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> that was an incredible game. It was nerve-wracking. It definitely was one that brought my pr- uh, blood pressure up. Yeah, the the Falcons, they are are very hot team. They came in defeating the the Rams the week before, um, and our defense was pretty good throughout the whole game. They stopped the run, like they they're number one in the run defense. But it came down to the last last drive of the game. Yeah, drive of the game, and it came down to a fourth down. And well, first of all, Julio had a catch that maybe was a catch, but maybe wasn't i kind of got heated because i was like you know if des back two years ago was if that wasn't a catch then this shouldn't be a catch and so the refs kind of called it my way which was good which was great and then fourth down came and julio ended up catching the ball anyway so that didn't do any good but it came down to the last play of the game when they were on i believe the five or two yard line two yard line and it was on mills our primary cornerback who is, I believe, 5'8". Um, we'll check the stats on that. But Julio had significant height on him. And I don't know how Julio didn't come down with that catch. But I'm thankful he didn't. And we got away with a win. I, what can I say? I just All I have to say is fly, Eagles, fly. Yeah, it was an interesting call that the Falcons had. I, it was fourth and goal with, I think, like less than a minute, probably about 45 seconds. Let me see if I can see the play-by-play here. But uh, about 45 seconds left, fourth and goal, and it's just like, what are you, what are you doing? They called a sprint to the right, going into the end zone, and Julio just had, um, he slipped and yeah. fell, yeah. and just kind of had no, no shot, no shot whatsoever to to get that ball. He he got back up, tried to catch it, went through his hands. I mean, Atlanta was kind of looking, and they were like, oh, that's a penalty. Mills pushed him, but nah, no. nah, not at all. It was no it was a bad play call in my opinion. I mean, on the two yard line, you got Devonte what's his name Freeman yeah you got Devonte Freeman I, I I don't know what Atlanta was thinking right there but you know go ahead fly Eagles fly well I mean watching the play they should have isolated Julio on the right side but they had two receivers on the right side which that was a busted play anyways from that point and yeah like you said he fell down he slipped but you know when you're when you slip and then you're fi- you have a physical corner on you, you can't really call that play when he's playing the the, the the quarterback. He's looking at the quarterback the whole way, so there is no way that I would think that you call that play. They've been playing all they've been playing that way all game, 
and I don't know. I, it just worked out in our favor. Yeah, I, I just I, I don't get it. But you know, good for the Eagles. That again, that was a uh, at that point it was ten to fifteen. I believe it was twenty something seconds left, and it was just like, come on, like there's no way you can't score. It reminded me of the the Super Bowl a couple years ago with Seattle, and it was just like, oh my goodness, you're <laughs> like yeah, this should be easy, especially yeah. for in my opinion uh, an offense like Atlanta. And I just think they went to Julio, which obviously you want to go to your best player, right. but you also have to have that plan B and I just didn't see a, a clear plan B I, I think leaders are important in sports and that's why this next story about the Steelers and everything that happened with their playoff loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars oh. that it just makes me wonder what type of leadership is in place in Pittsburgh and you, you think of Pittsburgh that's all you think about you think about discipline you think about hard-nosed players you think about people doing the right thing like besides the Patriots they are the standard and so it's like, what is happening with the Steelers that they're so overly confident that they don't even prepare for a Jaguars team that their defense has been amazing all year? Maybe their offense, you know, has its quirks and Bortles isn't as good as, you know, people say he was going to be and so on and so forth. But you can't just go into a playoff game and completely discount your opponent. And yeah. that's what they did at home. Yeah, that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Tom, well, Mike Tomlin has done that a couple times. Well, one notable time this season where he overlooked a couple teams to mark down a date where he was going to be playing the uh, New England Patriots um, in the regular season. And that kind of doesn't sit well with other teams. It really doesn't, especially teams that are just as talented. Um, and um, But... Yeah, it, it the 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 plays. Excuse me. Well, okay, so yes, Hubert's a little sick. We're sorry for the um, for the interruptions there, but he's getting over the flu. It's a Jordan flu game podcast, so it's, it's all good. <laughs> I apologize. But, it's all good, but um, yeah, like I, I just don't understand how you can overlook decent teams. Like this is the Jags are no joke. They used to be a joke. <laughs> they used to be a joke, but the Jags are no joke. So it's like. I, I don't get it. And then you have players like Le'Veon Bell not showing up to, to walk through yep. on time. Walk and those. yeah, like what is going on? Like it, it reminds me, unfortunately, of Cincinnati and how mm -hmm. Marvin Lewis, in my opinion, doesn't doesn't demand enough discipline from the players. Mm -hmm. And I, I understand like you're a grown man. So what is discipline to a grown man? But there's professional responsibilities and professional requirements that mm -hmm. you should have to adhere to. Well, the thing is, to me, you can talk about all the off the field, you know, internal struggles, but the the fact of the matter is, the Steelers were were in this game. Like they were they they were punched in the mouth early on, but they came back in this game. But there are a couple of key fourth down plays that were not just questionable; they were head scratchers. Like I forget what the what the time frame was in the fourth quarter, but it was fourth it was fourth and one, a little less than one in the fourth quarter, uh, about I say about ten minutes or so to go, and you're down by a touchdown. You're down by seven points, and yeah. you have okay, you have a Pro Bowl center and, and Marcus and and Marcus Pelsey, um, yeah. and you have a Pro Bowl quarterback that is just as big as as one of those linemen. And you have Le'Veon Bell. Yep. You have all yep. these, all these Pro Bowl 
um, players that can handle the ball, and you decide to do a rollout and throw on fourth down. Yeah. There were some questionable calls. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think – and that goes to respecting your opponent, right? right? I don't think they respected their opponent, so they were just like, I'm just going to call whatever I want to call and do whatever I want to do, and we're just going to go and we're going to win. Um, like we always do because we're the Steelers. You right. know, like it was that bravado. And right. I mean, in, in a lot of ways, they were the better team. They were absolutely the better team, but it's just – you just can't overlook somebody. Right. Nobody wins championships on paper. No matter how exactly. good your team looks, Dallas Cowboys fans. Yes. No matter, <laughs> no matter how good your team looks, you have to you have to go out there. You have to execute. You have to be prepared. Yes. And it just seemed like when they because Jacksonville got off to a great start. I want to say it was what twenty one zero twenty one seven. Yeah, I think it was twenty one zero at halftime. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, the article on C- CBS right now is saying they uh, they the Steelers trailed fourteen zero. Um, at first. And so, yeah, like Jacksonville got off to a great start. And um, I, just, I just don't get it how, number one, kudos to Pittsburgh for, for coming back. I mean, the game ended up being 45-42, so it ended up being close. Um, but I just don't know how you're so not not ready. You know, like it was they were lack, uh, lackadaisical. They just kind of were strolling through. And, you know, the article that came out that Le'Veon Bell was late to walk through is kind of, um, is a perfect analogy or a perfect example of what happened in the game. Like they just were kind of walking through, strolling through, just seeing what, oh, we're going to do this and we're going to do that and everything's going to work and we're going to be fine. We're going to win at home. And exactly. It did not work. Yeah. It did not work. And you just got to, I got to tell you, man, I used to be a Jacksonville Jaguars fan back in the day when I lived in Florida. <laughs> so it just, it feels good to see Jacksonville actually, actually make it to the AFC championship game. Um, I believe for the second time in their their uh, franchise history. Yeah, um, the score at halftime was twenty eight to fourteen, I believe. Okay, so uh, it was it was it wasn't too terribly bad, and it, the the like I said, the Steelers were never out of it. Okay, uh, for their style of play, they're never out of any game. Let's just put it that way. You can be they can be down by four yeah. touchdowns, but they because, have because so, they have really good players, right? And really they have an explosive players. offense that can score points. Yeah, so they're never out of it. They're, they're, the biggest question I have from the Steelers was their defense, and their defense is not that great. They, they <laughs> well, okay. So we also have to talk about Shazier. Um, True. Hopefully, he's getting better. True. Uh, also, uh, you know, best wishes Paris to Shazier. Yeah, yeah. So that was a, a really. Obviously, a horrific injury, right. and then what it did to the defense, I think, was destabilize that right. linebacking core. They have a good linebacking core, but it destabilized it. And um, Bortles somehow, some way, and Jack, you know, the Jacksonville um, Jaguars coordinators were able to exploit that a little bit because yeah. Bortles ran a little bit. We don't usually see that from Bortles. Yeah, and Fournette I think- was a beast. Yes, that day because he's <laughs> probably a, he has he he has flashes of uh, Adrian Peterson level uh, to me. He's very powerful, very powerful. He's not he's not as fast, but he's no. very he's a very powerful, very big back. And you know he just he he dominated the Steelers front seven, dominated them the whole game. Yeah, until he well he dominated. He got injured, came back, and and kind of it kind of hindered him a little bit. But he still he still was impactful in the game. Yeah, so. absolutely. He he had a huge impact on the game. 
And that was after he got kind of hurt, didn't he? Like he tweaked an ankle. Yeah, he. It was a, a. I think it was a pass play, and he was trying to spin out of a tackle. And I, I didn't honestly see what he did. Uh, he either he slammed his his foot into the ground, or he twisted it. But it was some kind of ankle in, ankle injury, and they took him in before halftime. And yeah, it, it definitely was a spin move. He caught the ball, saw the defender coming, and he it was a nice spin. But the defender still got him. Yeah, and I think he came up either limping. he planted too hard on yeah. the spin or came. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah, he came up limping. Um, but yeah, he was able to get back in the game. You know, twenty five carries, one hundred and nine yards, and three TDs. This guy, this dude, this guy, true rook, <laughs> true rookie. Oh my goodness. So yeah, no, he's um, he's exciting. He's exciting, and he's good for Jacksonville because you know Bortles, in my opinion, is still a little bit behind the cor- uh, the curve. Yeah, like he's he hasn't matured as much as we had hoped for. Um, you know, uh, a quarterback coming out of UCF and all these high hopes. Well, I mean, so. this is this is a contract year, I believe, for him. So if he doesn't make any mistakes, I think he's still gone at the end of the year, even though he doesn't make any mistakes or does get to a Super Bowl. Uh, he's he's a game manager. He's he's the definition of a game manager. Um, as long as he doesn't do anything to hinder the success of the team, I mean they'll be fine. It's kind of like kind of like the Eagles in, well, in, the, in that regard too. That's an interesting point that you bring up. They they've been saying I, I really don't think this is going to happen, but they've been saying that Drew Brees may not stay in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Something about. Drew Brees' contract or something like that. He may not stay in New Orleans, and, I mean, that would be an amazing fit. Yeah. Drew Brees on the Jags? Yeah, with the, with the talent that they have oh, and the goodness. defense that they have. I oh, see two goodness. teams, either the Jags or the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Drew Brees would instantly make those two contenders. I think the Kansas City Chiefs has their, their next franchise quarterback in Patrick Mahone. He's the one behind uh, Alex Smith and he's he's a promising rookie. He was a promising rookie this year even though he didn't play much. He he played in the last game of the season for them and he he lit it up. So, I don't think that's a uh more of a probable uh fit for uh, Drew Brees, but if Drew Brees can go to Jacksonville, it'll be an amazing amazing marriage there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be that'd be a, a really cool. But yeah. my but my question is here where does the steel? Where do the Steelers go after this? Um, they've already fired Todd Haley, the offensive coordinator. So you know that's the first step. I think they're um, before you fire the head coach, Mike yeah. Tomlin. Yeah, and you know Mike Tomlin is a decent coach. Um, he's won a Super Bowl. I think he kind of inherited the team from uh, Bill uh, Cowher. Bill Cowher. Yeah, but um, he did win a Super Bowl. He got him to another one. Lost that one. He's a he's a decent coach, and he always has winning seasons um, for the most part. At least you know ten and eight or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just don't know if he's going to be able to take him to the next level. I I also I also wonder what what you can do with Ben, right? Because Ben keeps saying, "Oh, I'm coming back," but then he's kind of like, "Oh, I should really consider retirement." And it's like I don't know if Ben is really into it anymore right i feel like when it comes to we were talking about this earlier before the podcast it would tom brady versus aaron Rodgers. yeah it's like you know both of those guys have it like they want to win really 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 bad right and i think ben is kind of i mean i'm sure he's a competitor i'm sure he wants to win but i kind of feel like he's comfortable and he's like yeah i won my yeah. my championship exactly <laughs> riding, riding the waves exactly he's, i mean obviously he's a hall of famer but 
I don't see that competitive edge as much in him versus like Aaron and and uh, Tom Brady. Well, I mean, I feel like it's it's a couple people on that team because Le'Veon Bell expressed the same sentiments uh, as well. If as if they didn't renew his contract, he said he he threatened retirement. And honestly, that's <laughs> why why would the Steelers why would the Steelers take that threat? Because you're like okay. Either you sign with us or you're not a threat to us on another team. So yeah. it doesn't make a difference what you do if yeah. you retire. So I I don't know. It's the whole the whole debacle with uh Le'Veon Bell. He needs to get his head straight, do something, good take a take a year off, kinda kind of, you know, settle down, figure out what you want to do. If you want to play, same with Ben. Take a year off. See if you want to play. You know, you don't sign any contracts. Just yeah. stay in shape. And then if you if you miss the game of football, come on back. You know, you yeah. can sign with the Steelers. I'm sure that there are a bunch of quarterback and running back hungry teams that will take either one of them. Yeah. It doesn't make a difference, yeah. Cleveland Browns fans. And, <laughs> yeah, so it, it – it, just get your head on straight. Worry yeah. about winning. Worry about playing the game the right way. And then come back and do it. Yeah, I'm just not – I, I don't know what's going to happen with the Steelers because usually we, we say they're going to be good for a very long time, right? They're going to have sustained excellence like a like a San Antonio Spurs franchise or something like that. And it's it, – I don't know where you go if, if you have all of these people, Le'Veon Bell, Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown. Like there's so many um, issues. And uh, Martavius Bryant, you know, he was like, I want to be a bigger part of the offense or trade me earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. And it's like – I could really see this thing imploding yeah. really bad. Real quick. Really bad. Real so quick. definitely interesting to – it'd be interesting to see what's going to happen um, this offseason. Mm-hmm. This offseason is going to uh, tell you a lot about the Steelers and where they're headed. Mm-hmm. Let's just get into Super Bowl Sunday, all right, because I am ready and I just really want to know what's going – what's going to happen. What are we going to see Super Bowl Sunday with Hubert's Eagles versus the dynasty, the Patriots? So, I don't know. What do you what do you think? What do you think is going to happen? Let's just go with our bold predictions. I'm thinking 24-21 Patriots. I'm sorry. I mean, no need to be sorry. We, we, <laughs> we all have our opinions. I... <laughs> I cannot bet against my Eagles because, yep. you know, I'm an Eagles fan and that would be a very bad fan to do that. But I will say this. I am really worried about two people on the on the Patriots, and that's Tom Brady. Obviously, he's yep. a pro bowler, a Hall of Famer, the uh, goat, the goat, uh, five time Super Bowl champion. So he's been here, done that. It's just another dad to office for him. Uh, and Rob Gronkowski, who's the probably the best tight end to play so far uh in this league you know you can you can debate that with all the travis kelsey's and you know uh the antonio gates antonio gates you know but you know he's clearly a more athletic younger bigger stronger faster tight end than all of them so that's the matchup that i'm that i'm really worried about for me the Eagles will I, – I feel like the Eagles will win a close one. It'll probably be a little bit higher score, in my opinion. I think it's going to be about 33 – I say 33 to 28. I want to say Eagles win. As always, first to 40 wins, right? <laughs> 
that's what I that's what I want to tell that's what I want to tell uh Doug Peterson. Um look, if you have a lead, if it's twenty eight to three, if we're yes. so blessed mm-hmm. to be up twenty eight to three at halftime, Falcons. please do not run the ball <laughs> the whole time the second half. You need to score. (laughs) You know, I I really, if you do what you did to Minnesota, right? Right. Eagles beat Minnesota, what was it, 38-7? Yes. Okay, 38-7. If you do that and you never let off the gas pedal, you have a chance to win. Exactly. You have a great chance to win. And you got um, you got to hit um, Brady or at least get right. him off his spot. Right. So, yeah, those are the keys to winning. Score a lot of points, hit Brady, and I think you've got this. A higher scoring game, in my opinion, favors the Eagles. Yeah, well, I need to pull up the stats for – Yeah, I, I just – for me, Tom Brady is amazing, right? He he doesn't have Julian Edelman, so that's going to hurt. But mm-hmm. he has Amendola. Gronk is going to be back. He was in the concussion protocol after mm-hmm. that hit that he um, – uh, suffered against the the Jaguars mm-hmm. that knocked him out, but it's been two weeks since then. So yeah. Gronk should be fine. He should be back to normal. He's going to be his normal Gronk self, right? So like it's going to be a, a crazy dominant game in my opinion because yeah. Brady didn't have Gronk in the last Super Bowl, right? Or was yes, it? Yes, uh, uh, Gronk was out. Yeah, Gronk, Gronk has out. been injured for I think two Super Bowls. Yeah. So I think I think this is kind of Gronk's chance um, to really come out and. Well, he's the, gotten a lot of rings on the bench, so I'm I'm looking for him to have a big game. Well, and that, I, don't, I don't think you care if he has a big game right. if you score enough points. Right? There have been there have been uh, stats out there to to back up the the part where Tom Brady struggles a little bit more when Gronk is in because he tries to force footballs to Gronkowski when he's doubled. I would That's too. His safety net. I understand, but. You know, he tried to force one into double coverage, which got him hurt, which got him a concussion in the first place. I think the two games before. Yeah, and you know, that's not that's and that 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 favors the other team because then you know you're predictable. You know where the ball's going to go on third and what forever third Mm -hmm. and and fifteen third and you know that we know in in the red zone we know where the ball's going to go. So that makes him a little bit more predictable. You can go back to the Miami game. Where you know a little dude named Xavier Howard picked him off like twice, like it's it's it, it just makes it just makes well the Tom problem Brady is in my opinion you what do you have you have Brandon Cooks and Chris yeah. Hogan Chris yeah. Hogan has has been balling all season but then he got hurt he's hurt yeah yeah so it's kind of like Brady doesn't have enough weapons like he has to rely on his strategy and then when all else fails he just goes to Gronk and unfortunately that's the that's the argument that that gives him the the edge when it comes to the MVP race cuz he has nobody yeah and he yeah. just makes things he's still what 13 and 3 he's you know yeah. in the Super Bowl like that's ridiculous well so I will say this Carson Wentz has better talent I think but um Brady has the better coaching. Yeah. So their strategy is pretty good. I agree. Their strategy is very good with Matt, Matt Patricia with his defense. And then you got Josh. Um, is it Josh Daniels? Yeah. With, uh, yeah. with the offensive coordinator. Yep. Yeah. So uh, and then obviously Belichick as the head coach. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the coaching definitely favors the Patriots. They've been there before. Mm-hmm. They have their strategy. They, they know each other. Peterson is a great coach for the Eagles. And but it's a it's a new thing for him. This mm-hmm. is his first head coaching gig mm-hmm. and first. Well, I mean, Peterson's, Super Bowl, right? No, Peterson's been to Super Bowl before. He just it was as a backup, as a backup, as okay. a backup, as a player, right? Yes, as a player. Um, he's he hasn't been there as a coach, but uh, he's he's aware of the scene. He knows what to expect, 
and I, I and the, the 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 thing that is kind of people overseeing about the Eagles is that we have a lot of leadership. We have a lot of of veteran leadership on the field. We have Legarrette Blunt, Chris Long, Nanelle Ellerby. We have a bunch of people that have gone to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And won the Super Bowl. So that's helped Chris us. Chris Long, man. He yeah. just won the Super Bowl. Yes, that, that has helped us. And you look at Blunt, too, last year. Yeah. I mean, that has helped us, you know, get to where we are. And people are, are kind of overlooking that that that, that, no, that I, fact. No, I think I can double check the line on Vegas, but I, I really don't think it's going to be that a blowout. Well, now at, it's like at uh, like four, four points or whatever. Eagles are given four? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. No, I, I mean, Patriots. The Patriots. Oh, yeah. The Patriots are giving four. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I really don't think it's going to be that big, that big of a difference. Mm-hmm. I think the Patriots have won a ton of Super Bowls. Actually, even against the Eagles, they won a Super Bowl on a field goal. Yeah. So I think yep. that's what I think. I think it's going to be almost a a, re, a replay of two thousand six. Yeah. Yeah. I was very salty about that, but I was I was mad too. I was going for the Eagles. Yeah. I was very salty, <laughs> but you know. It's it's okay. Donald uh, McNabb, <laughs> Brian Dawkins, where were you at? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I have the the stats here. Uh, points per drive, the the Patriots have that they're first uh, in the league. Uh, touchdown uh, percentage, first in the league. Plays per drive, uh, Patriots first in the league. Uh, red zone efficiency, we've been tearing it up in red zone efficiency. Sixty five percent, first in the league. Patriots are fifth in the league. Um, goal to go efficiency, third downs, uh, third in the league for us, fifth for the Patriots. So, um, percentage of three and outs, though, which is the key to me. Three and outs, three yes. and outs. If we can avoid the three and outs and get some kind of points on every drive, field goal, something, then we will be we'll be in good position. We can't go three and out against uh, Tom Brady. That's, that's just what, not going to happen. And you guys have been amazing at that all year long. Carson Wentz, when it's like third and two, he's always picking it up. Granted that he's doing quarterback sneaks 90% of the time. but Agreed. But <laughs> it's still like when you have a really good third down percentage, I think some games you had like a 80% third down efficiency. Yeah. I just – that's even crazy. In, even in the uh, – the Minnesota game, yeah, when uh, Nick Foles was playing, our third down efficiency was really high. Um, I forget the stat line on that, but against the number one defense, against the number one defense on third down efficiency, we were really good. So yeah, yeah. I, that, no, that gives I, me that gives me a little bit of courage going into uh, going into the Super Bowl Super that Bowl. we can. That we can keep drives alive, we can keep Tom Brady off the field, and we can score points. Because yes, all those factors with the red zone, we just need we just need to play our game. If we play our game, we can we will be fine. You're perfect, exactly. If you play your game, you'll be okay. Nick Foles, I don't think he's going to be that nervous, honestly. No. Like you know, everybody considers him a backup, but he had a full season where he did really well. Right. So I think. He's not going to be that nervous, and I mean, he was thinking about quitting football before the beginning of the right, season, so it's right. kind of like, you know, if this doesn't work out, whatever, you know? Right. Like, the, there's not a lot of pressure on the backup, I feel. He, all he has to do is play a decent game, and everybody will be like, yeah, good game, Foles. Right. So, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking that you guys have a shot. If you, if you convert on third down, keep Tom Brady off the field, 
Um, Gronk can do whatever he wants. You keep everybody else in check. Yeah, you're he's good. he's not he's gonna get his. Let's just let's just be real. I mean, the amount of penalties that we'll get on him probably will be tremendous because yeah, there's not a lot of tall safeties that we have on. I mean, uh, Malcolm uh, Malcolm Jenkins is probably gonna be matched up with Gronk all night. Um, so yeah. Malcolm has to, he's going to have to earn his money. But other than that, I feel, I feel, I feel confident that we'll be okay. We'll be okay. Yeah, I really do. Uh, what's your prediction again? Mine is Patriots 24, Eagles 21, just because, you know, Patriots. Yeah. Mine is 33, 28, uh, Eagles. So. All right. We'll double check that next week. See who got it right. But, you know, somebody that is getting paid for their job, Nathan Peterman. Good segue, bro. Thank you. Um, yeah. So uh, he started the first game of the season mm-hmm. uh, Sunday against the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Anybody want to guess the score? Anybody? And those in the back? <laughs> y'all y'all want to guess the score? Uh, 47 to 3. Yes. 47 to 3. Definitely got to boo him. He, 47 he, to 3. Let me tell you, he was 5 of 18 for 24 yards. <laughs> 24. I can throw 24 yards in a football game. I'm just going to let you know that right now. Yeah. I can throw 24 yards. And probably yards. without any interceptions. Right. He threw two he interceptions. <laughs> two interceptions on five, on five completions. 18 <laughs> attempts. I mean, oh my gosh, that's almost half of your just, half just, of your quote unquote completions right. <laughs> were <I> mean, interceptions. <laughs> we just wanted oh, to sh- we just wanted to shout him out because yes. nobody has been that bad in a season mm-hmm. after your your starting quarterback Tyrod. Remember, everybody remember Tyrod Taylor got hurt last year, yep, and he came in and played the I think it was the rain, remainder of the season, uh, if I'm not mistaken. He yeah, he played like three or four games. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, he came in. He had a one game where he threw five interceptions, uh, <laughs> and then it just it just snowballed. And then they just he was apparently in the uh, quarterback battle this year, which I don't know what the coaches were thinking. Yep. Uh, yeah. But <sighs> now there is an article that came out that said that they they the the Bills have finally admitted that he's not a starting quarterback in the NFL. So yeah. I love this headline from Deadspin. Bill, like you said, Bills finally admit Nathan Peterman has no business being a starting quarterback. None whatsoever. Which is my beef with Kaepernick, and we'll get into that we'll later get into on. That. Yes. Oh my goodness! But definitely wanted to shout out Nathan Peterman, letting us all believe that we too could be NFL quarterbacks. First of all, I just want to go ahead and highlight my Eagles. Uh, I should have shouted them out a little while ago for, for, you know, having that target on their back and again, defeating the Atlanta Falcons on the goal line in the playoffs or in, in, you know, with Julio Jones on the side and kind of the same play to the other side, to of, the the other fo- side of the field. Of the field. And it was un- uncanny, man. Yeah, this, it really was. This time, Julio Jones caught the ball, but we just yeah. made a better play by pushing him out of bounds. So, yeah. Like, Again. literally, seconds on the clock, Atlanta on, like, the five or, what, seven-yard line? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It yeah. was so weird how, how – they were basically a mirror image. The right. final seconds of the game was a mirror image of I mean, the playoff game. I mean, it was, just, it, was, it was surreal to see that. But I'm glad we got away with the win. It's always good to start the season off with a W. Um, so, yeah, that was great. Hot topic of the day. 
We started the show, well, sort of started the show, talking about Josh Gordon and how he had his issues with Cleveland and, you know, the fact that, you know, we'll get into a little bit of gossip here. Uh, rumors, I should say. Gossip is not a word I like to use. Um, he showed, I, from some of the articles I've read, he showed up to the facility high. Uh, he was injured on arrival. <laughs> he was late to a meeting, a couple of meetings, actually. This is this year? This was this week. Oh, um, so this is all, all those were the contributing factors to him being cut. Yeah. And so rightfully so, like I said, he was a problem child for Cleveland for a while. I mean, he's just a, one of the most outerworldly talents yes. that can ever play the, 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 the position of receiver. But for his talent, he doesn't work that hard. He doesn't have the, he doesn't have the passion for the game. And it's unfortunate because I feel like he could probably be, probably be one of the greats. He could have been oh, one yeah. of the greats if he just put in the work. But I mean, some people well, don't. not even put in the work if he would just show not up. do all. Yeah, yeah, just show up sober. Yes, yes, <laughs> just show up uninjured. Like all you have to do is show up if you're Josh Gordon. Yes, that's you, what I feel. You like. have that talent. You are that much better as a as a wide receiver than a, than probably half of the league. Yes. Uh, so you're like you're in the top five percentile of of everybody. So yeah, like why why would you just Throw that all away. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. And that's it the thing. Make any like, sense. I look at Josh Gordon, and then I look at somebody like an AJ Green. Yeah, and I'm like, I honestly think Josh Gordon is a little bit better than AJ Green, I, but yeah, he can't get on the field to prove it. Right. So it's right. like, come on, man. Like, I would, I will, I will, I will kind of. I think AJ. I think they have differing personalities, differing uh, uh, skill sets. I think AJ Green is a bit a. Much better hands catcher. I think he has a lot, a bigger range. Um, and he's a little bit slipperier as a wide receiver. Josh Gordon's just powerful. Like he's, he's a Des Bryant type of character. Like he's, he's got the, he's got the, the body type as, of a Des Bryant. He's got a, he's got the attitude of a Des Bryant. So, I mean, I don't know. AJ Green, I, between those two, I would just take both of them on my team, honestly. Um, <laughs> And as we know, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Moving on to our next flashback. So we watched the game last night. Which well, one? Games. Yeah, we exactly. watched Which games one? last night. But uh, college football over the weekend was ridiculous. ridiculous. A bunch of upsets. Uh, so let's just run through a couple of these and get uh, some quick takes. LSU number thirteen beats number two Georgia thirty-six to sixteen. Did so you guys see this coming? No. I'm going to be really honest with you, and I did because you saw that they beat Auburn and Miami, and they were ranked teams. And but they we saw both what on, Miami did last but night. I'm saying, but they were both on the road. True. So when you beat Miami first game on the road, and you come back and week three beat Auburn on the road, even though they were really tight wins, it's like, wow, this team is together. And they, they know, know how to they win want, close they games. They win. And yeah. they were 5-1 and one at home. Yeah. yeah. Like, isn't that Death Valley? Yeah. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, like, it's, it's already a hard environment to play in and play well in. Um, I didn't think Georgia was going to only score 16 points. Yeah, that was, a lot that, was, yeah. <laughs> that was embarrassing you know? to me. Yeah. yeah, to me, I'm, I'm kind of looking up like a, the stats right now because I'm like, did anybody get hurt? I'm saying, I thought <laughs> like, it was going to be like a 24 to 30 game, very very tight, yeah. low scoring game. But I, did, I didn't think that uh, – I thought Georgia was going to be contending for a national championship. 
uh, this they year. They still, they still will be. They're, they're six and one. I, I mean, I they're still, gonna win the East. They're gonna win. How the far East. will they drop though? Uh, number because they got beat by number thirteen. They're, they're, they're still be gonna be six, number ten, right? Number six. They're oh, gonna be in the top ten. Top yes. ten. They're gonna be. Top they're six. gonna be top ten, but like that's a. Technically, the how they got beat is a bad loss. They got yes, beat by twenty. It points. is a bad loss. Can they got the beat by twenty people. Points. The rankings. Yeah, I will say I think they're gonna be number six. And my bigger, uh, my bigger, I I want to know where UCF is gonna be after this. Because UCF saw, should move up. You saw that I think five or four, uh, six, seven, and eight all lost. Um, so these are the rankings come out today, later today. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, these are the rankings from last week. So all those from from. Six to so Washington lost, to Penn State lost. lost. Yeah, and and six to eight loss. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So and UCF, I think. But UCF where will you be... put Clemson though? Because Clemson didn't play this this week. They they had a bye. So they go up. So you they have to. They have to because so they'll be because Georgia three? lost. Ohio State has to go up to number two. Has to. Well, no, no, no. You could put Notre Dame. You could just skip Notre Dame. You could put Notre Dame at number four. There's no way. Well, and then Ohio State number number. So uh, Ohio State. Oh yeah, three. Ohio State number two. But uh, where, yeah. where's Clemson? Because Clemson still is pretty strong. They still they still say Clemson is going to win the national. Are going to be in the national championship? Those are Clemson. analysts though. But the AP pool is more. I think the AP more is more um, level headed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like to think so. But like, so I don't know because Clemson because they were idle. I think it actually hurts them. That's what I'm saying. I, I think, think it so. actually hurts yeah. them. That's what happened last week. Last yeah. week they dropped they dropped one spot because they uh, they I barely guess, beat them. I think yeah. it was like a like a seven point game. Yeah. So so I'm not I'm not entirely sure. I think they're going to say number four and Notre Dame will be at number three. I really want to see where UCF is going to be. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, As Central Florida boys, that's, that's right. Represent <laughs> national championships. <laughs> I want to see where Florida State's going to be. <laughs> national championships. Yeah, national that's a fake news right there. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Fake news. <laughs> Yeah, I really yeah, want to. I, I will say maybe maybe they'll be number six. If they're in the top five, I'm sorry, top six, I'll be impressed. That's yeah. as high as they'll go, though. Yeah. Because they're keep playing high school teams, but more power. <laughs> you say the same in Alabama, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to just leave it there. I'm just leave it there. Okay. Oh, I'm not goodness. doing that anymore. Hey, that there. You're, you're right. You're right. Alabama is not Cupcake. playing anybody yet. Okay. But uh, then again, it doesn't help that Georgia is losing to LSU. Exactly. So now it's going to be all jumbled up. But I, but I respect Georgia for losing to LSU. I don't respect Alabama for beating the. Uh, uh, Louisiana Monroe, ten uh, five weeks into the season. Yeah, but then so. I, Alabama plays LSU, so now it's kind of like so. When, all right, how so do you- when when Bama lights up torches, LSU. I think the game is in. Where's the game? Isn't it? In, it's in. Oh, what it, it's in. It's, it's in, in L- November. It's, it's about in, three it's weeks away. Yeah, it's in Baton it's Rouge. In Death Valley. So when when Alabama torches. LSU, what's your comments? What are they? Com- where you? What are going to be your comments? I don't know. That's the thing. My, my like comments. I, I mean, I've already told you. Like I told you last night when we were watching the game, there's nobody that's going to beat Alabama. But when they torch LSU, that's what I'm saying. Like I know they they're fresh enough to beat anybody on the schedule because they play nobody. That's oh, it. They're oh, just they're saying. fresh. Okay, but but they were saying that LSU is one of the best teams right. out there. Right. So when if they torch LSU, that that's means their schedule okay, doesn't ask, matter. Let me ask you a question. Has Tua actually finished the game? He shouldn't have to. Exactly. That's what, what I'm saying. Is he fresh? Is he fresh? Because uh, he's never he hasn't played the fourth quarter yet. But those are just reps at that point. He hasn't played the fourth but quarter the, the, yet. That's the point. So would <laughs> so would him playing fifteen more or what ten more minutes of trash time make him more tired? Like you played against four year olds or five year olds. When you're playing against them, <laughs> are you are you really tired after you are you <gasps> Oh man? Man, he crossed me over. No, when I'm playing garbage hey, if time. I'm, if I'm on the field, if I'm on the field and I'm playing, I'm playing to the best of my ability. I don't care. I mean, that's what two is going to do. Saying, that's what we're that's saying, That's what so, we're saying, though. Yeah, so if I'm playing against a six-year-old, right, and I just dunked on him, you think I'm going <laughs> to scream at him and say, 
<laughs> no, I'm gonna say, hey, yo, good game, get better, because I'm up by 11 going to 12. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like if I'm if I'm playing these trash teams, I shouldn't have to play the fourth quarter. Me playing in the fourth quarter doesn't make me more tired. Me playing against trash competition doesn't make me more but, tired. But football is a different animal. If you're getting hit, you're getting hit. He's not getting hit. That's what I'm saying, though. I'm that, saying that's like, my if you, point. If, you, if you're playing, you're playing. You're still playing. That's what I'm saying. No, but that's my point. He's still playing garbage time. You're putting in the third string that didn't even make the high school varsity teams. <laughs> that's my What's point. Name, Mac Jones. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> saw that like, like what is, yeah, what is, is this? this guy? Who's this guy? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So you, I see your point. If he hasn't played the fourth quarter yet, yeah. and that he should be the reps that if you're still getting hit, you're getting hit. But if you're playing, if you're up by forty, who are you playing against anyway? Yeah, it's true. Okay, the so school walk on. So let me frame it this way: If I'm playing B league, right, yeah, and right. then I win every game in B league, and then I go and I play A league and I win again, yeah, that means that I was but good I enough to just play win. A league. I didn't win. I right. took their fans became my fans after. <laughs> they're like Jeremy, and the, you, you know what I mean. Like they're gonna go into Death Valley and just stomp on them. Right. I think so. Right. I know. I, I agree with you. There's nobody on that on a level that can touch Alabama right now. But it's now. not because they're rested. It's because they're good. Though, I, I agree with you there. But I agree. The, okay, so the rest does matter. Yes. But it's not that big of a deal. Like, if you're saying... just exactly. like the, I agree with you. Yes. What, uh, when the Warriors won 73 games in the NBA, they basically didn't have to play Steph for the fourth like quarter. The only game... Yeah. If you think about it, the only game that sounded send out during that season was the Oklahoma City game. Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't... I can name... I cannot name you a single game that... I Maybe they... I don't even remember the Christmas game. It's but true. you remember the the one that they almost lost, and then Stephen Curry hit that three. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, like when you don't have to exert yourself, it doesn't mean that you're more rested. It just means that you're just you're just there. You're, you're chilling. Yeah, yeah. You're I'm still in my pads. With, with all of that said, I still would like to see Alabama actually schedule some decent teams. I mean, they no, tried to. Like this, I have been more impressed with them scheduling. You know, the teams that they have, like last year initially, Florida State, they, they scheduled last year. Correct. Yeah. It was a neutral great team. Field, they, yeah, exactly. Field. And then they scheduled Louisville this year. So that's getting better. But yeah. I want to see it more consistent throughout the schedule. That's yeah. What I'm and I think that they're also uh, penalized because the SEC is not that great. Right now. Think, right yeah. now. Actually, right now. well, there's no really. <laughs> well, when uh, twenty that's that's out that's there. dominant. That's, yes, yeah, exactly. you're right. You're right. There's I a lot of parity right now. I think it was either 2017 or 2015 when they played five ranked opponents in a row and killed them all, mm-hmm. and they were on the road. So you can say that it's scheduling this year, but then scheduling next, like it's always going to be a scheduling, scheduling problem. Issues. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. so when you see them dominate year to year, it's like, yeah, yeah. What you're right. Like, what it, can it, you? It's Nick Saban. It's Nick it Saban really and the cr- recruits. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel they about reload. it. They reload. They just reload all, all, every day. Except, every day. A, except that quarterback. Oh, no. Except a kicker. Oh, yeah. You can find <laughs> better kickers at Southern. <laughs> go watch it. Go watch it. An A-League, oh, A-League soccer man. game. Pull them aside. Like, yeah. Hey, listen. You're going to love. You're going to love Bama. <laughs> I cannot make this up. I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Moving right along to the uh, college ranks. The more football. Yes, more football, just at a a lower level. To according to some people, some people think Alabama Man, I think can it's beat a higher the Bills. Level. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that is ridiculous! <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. So the CFP rankings came out on Tuesday and uh, unchanged. Unchanged. Yes. Well, in the top ten, right? Yes, top ten is unchanged. top ten is unchanged. I did see that UCF. I think they moved up to eleven. They yeah, weren't eleven, they were 11 before. Yeah. yeah. So um, good for UCF. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so just run through the rankings really quick. Alabama number one, you got Clemson at number two, Notre Dame number three, uh, number four, Michigan, number five, Georgia, number six, Oklahoma, number seven, LSU, Death Valley. I know, right? It doesn't make any sense. 
Uh, number eight, Washington State. And number nine, West Virginia. And finally, number 10, the Ohio State University. The U. Oh, wait, wait. That's the O. Never mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, a couple things that stand out. Uh, LSU, why are you still in the top 10? Uh, Georgia, why are you number four? <laughs> um, uh, Oklahoma. SEC bias, man. Oklahoma, why are you so high? Because. You have a great quarterback. That's about it. That's about it. Um, <laughs> Kyler. <laughs> I mean, I would put Washington State at number four. Yeah. I would put Virginia, Virginia up there. And then USC. But, or not US, yeah, US, UCF up there. Uh, other than that, all the rest of them don't deserve to be up there, honestly, in my opinion. I think Michigan belongs up there. I, well, no, I'm okay, not talking about Michigan. Think. That's the top four. Like, the, the top four are top four. I understand those. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, everything beneath the top four, like Georgia, from Georgia on, I question because, uh, Georgia is not as good as we think they are. They're, they're fool's goal. Uh, Oklahoma has no defense. They have just a great quarterback that makes them look good. LSU can beat everybody but the top four. Uh, Washington State is in the Pac-12, so that says it all. Uh, West Virginia, <laughs> West Virginia is the only complete team other than the top four that can probably hang with the rest of them yeah. because they have a quarterback that that played in the SEC, so he understands how to play that how to play that game, but. Then again, they're not as big, as strong athletes as everybody that's playing in the top four. Mm-hmm. And Ohio State, um, I have nothing to say about Ohio State. Uh, <laughs> they they just hang around and hang around and hang around and don't do anything. So yeah, they're probably going to win win the Big Ten. But exactly. what does that even mean? Exactly. They what can't they can't mean? hang with any of the rest of them because Clemson. You you give Clemson a let's say a twenty four seven lead. Because, yeah. you know, Ohio State is like the Eagles. They start slow, and then they pick it up in the second half. They're not going to do that against this top four. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I just, I just, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's, I question the, the, the bottom, the bottom six. Okay. So who's mo- most vulnerable? I would say Alabama, Clemson, and that's it. Those, those two are not vulnerable at all. However, Notre Dame is, Michigan is. Everybody after number t- one and two can can easily much, lose. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Easily lose. So. Um, I think Michigan is a little more solid than the rest of them because I watched a couple of uh, Michigan games. That defense is whoa. Okay, that defense is 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 legit. Okay. Um, granted, they haven't played the likes of Alabama. They haven't played the likes of Clemson. They, I mean, those big offensive linemen, uh, big running backs, big wide receivers. I mean. It's a different animal when you play NFL style people. Yes. Uh, I mean, Rutgers, they beat Rutgers by what? 30 some points, 42 to seven. Yeah. Rutgers is nowhere near Alabama. So, I mean, yes. it, it, it's going to be a different animal, but, and then I've heard a lot of people say, you know, Michigan has the best shot to beat Alabama because Michigan has that defense. Um, do they know that they have four? Stallions at the running back position. Five, if you count Jalen Jalen Hurts playing in the, in the Wildcat. Like, like I don't think you understand the power that yep. Alabama has back there. So I, I I don't know. I just I question the committee's uh, uh, decisions when it, I mean I, I've questioned the committee ever since I started following college football because yeah. it's just been it's just been ridiculous. But yeah, I don't know what they're doing honestly. But I, I think. It's a it's a tough year. It's a tough year because I think Alabama and Clemson are so much better than the rest of the field. Yeah, so I, I agree. I, I don't know what I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say about 
<laughs> what's going on. All I want is that UCF to get a fair shot. Ladies and gentlemen, please make that happen. <laughs> send a petition. Send a, I mean, I, I, petition I, the honestly, honestly, what I would do is if I was UCF, uh, every year that I go undefeated and, and win my bowl game, I would say we're the national champions. We are the real <laughs> national champions until the committee gets tired of the arrogance and says, okay, we're going to put you in number four yep. if you go 12 and 0 again and we'll see if you are actually national championship material. Yes. Exactly. I would love to see that. Man, they should have to play another game to get in. And anyways, we won't go there. <laughs> we won't even go there. Again, thank you for watching. You don't know Jack. We hope you enjoyed the season and we hope to bring you more great content in the future. Happy holidays.